tonight we have three more spooky, scary, and strange stories from the listeners. Tonight will be ladies' night. So though I will be reading these, these will have been female listeners. Our first listener story comes from Sue, recounting a very scary event in her life. Or certainly scary in her parents' lives. This one time, our parents drove us to a national park. Uh, When we arrived, I noticed we had stopped at this gate and a nice lady inside a booth gave us a ticket to drive into the park. And I remember she was very pretty and after dad paid her, she gave us a park pass and she raised a gate and off we drove into the campsites. It was a very beautiful and mountainous area. My little brother and I decided to take a walk in the woods. At first he said it was a bad idea for us to go walking alone in the woods like that, but he was only 12 and I was turning 15 at the time, so I told him not to worry. And besides, it was a beautiful sunny day and what could go wrong? Or so I thought. See, we were walking through the forest for a while when suddenly I saw this weird man just standing there in the trees. And suddenly the creepy weird man started walking towards us and it was really scaring us because he wasn't dressed normal but instead he was dressed in green clothes. Like even his shoes were green and his hat was green too. And suddenly I remembered the nice lady in the booth who had led us into the park and she was also dressed like that and then I realized the freaky man was wearing her clothes. We also saw his face and it was freaky and old and he was wearing big sunglasses and had a mustache and my little brother was getting really scared so we decided our only hope of escape was to turn back the way we came from and we ran back to the central area of the park near the campgrounds where our parents were. We didn't see the creepy weird man wearing that woman's clothing anymore. We were so scared uh, I told my dad about the man and Instead of phoning the police, he said, Well, it's okay. He's on our side, sweetie. But I didn't know what he meant by that because it really freaked me out. I mean, after that, my parents seemed to be ignoring me and my little brother must have been really spooked because he barely spoke for the rest of the afternoon. Later that afternoon, our parents told us to get back in the car because it was time to go home. I was relieved to get out of there. But as we were leaving, we had to stop at the same booth where that pretty lady gave us the ticket. I had been worrying about her and I wanted to tell her that I saw the man who stole her green clothes. But as we pulled up to the window, I saw something that made me so scared I was speechless. Instead of the nice pretty park lady, it was the creepy green man from the woods standing in the booth. My father didn't even seem to notice this and I whispered to my parents in the front seats, Can't you see? That's not her. He's just disguised as her. Father just gave the man some money and seemed to ignore me, and he even said thank you to the imposter. On the ride home, I was shaking in fear the whole way. What did the imposter do with the original park lady? Was she still alive? And Much more terrifying to me then. Why was my father in on it?
After we arrived home, I waited till everyone was busy with other things, and I quietly took the car keys and snuck out to the driveway. You know, I thought maybe the lady from the park booth would be inside our trunk of our car, and maybe tied up. I felt very upset and scared, but I, I knew that if she was still alive, I would need to rescue her as soon as possible. I carefully put the key in and popped the trunk, and I trembled as I walked around to the back of the car to look inside. Just then, my father came outside. He asked me what the hell I was doing. He asked in such an angry way it scared me. Well, I told him I was looking for her body. He just asked, Body? What body? The body you and the imposter man are trying to replace, I explained. Oh, not this. Imposter bodies and... The, damn it, this again. Sue, you're scaring the hell out of your mother with this stuff. And you know what? It's upsetting your little brother beyond all belief now. You have got to stop it with this. Okay, enough already. And that's when I looked up at the front window of our home and I see my mom and little brother were just standing there in the window watching us. And they were obviously really scared and holding each other. And I knew it was because they knew that I'd uncovered their secret murder plot. But then that's when I realized the real terrifying truth. My father, my mother, and my little brother we're all imposters, too. This listener story from Michaela in Seattle. One night, I was babysitting, and all the children had gone to bed. Uh, it was getting pretty late, so I decided to sit around watching some TV when I noticed the family cat was standing there looking at something. I stopped to see what it was looking at, but there was literally nothing there but a wall. And I just tried to watch TV, but the cat started getting really intense, and it was obviously looking at something. Uh, then I started freaking out, because I heard cats can see ghosts, and so I could only guess he could see a ghost that I couldn't see. I was really freaked out, and I was relieved when the parents finally came home. I told him how I thought there was a ghost in the TV room because the cat kept staring at something or someone. The parents looked a little puzzled and said they once had a cat, but it had died about a year ago. This story was sent in by Jennifer of Southern California. A night so creepy that to this day, just the thought of it makes her want to gag. It was spring break, and my college roommate and I were really depressed because we didn't have any money to go anywhere, and all our friends were going to big spring break events, so we felt really bad. But then we saw a recruiting booth at our college campus, and it said, get paid to go on a cruise. So we approached the booth and we got a creepy vibe because there was some weird old guy and he was asking us a lot of questions and it made us feel really gross. And he asked things like if we were over 18 and we said yes, but it made us feel kind of creepy. 
He was really old, wearing some like white uniform and a captain's hat, which was okay. But then we looked down and he was wearing white dress socks and leather sandals, which freaked us out. But even though we were grossed out, we decided it was okay though, because he was pretty nice to us. And besides, we needed the money and it sounded like an easy job. All we had to do was greet the guests and participate in some of the entertainment. So the next evening, we Ubered to the job, and it was the docks, and there was a boat, and it was actually pretty cool, because we'd never been on such a big boat before. This gross old captain guy that hired us, he met us in the staff room and gave us uniforms. They were so ugly, and we felt they were too small, and Jessica was almost crying because the skirt made her look fat. I told her she didn't look fat, and besides, it was only for one night. And as long as we promised not to take selfies, the old captain guy told us that we just had to help out on stage and there would be a sports convention, so we'd just need to smile and be friendly to the people, and the captain went back to drive the boat. But that's when things started to go from bad to worse. I could see Jessica was totally creeped out as the convention goers arrived. They were almost all gross old men, like... 40 or 80 years old or whatever uh, these two creepy guys they were the first ones to come up to us and both of them were wearing plaid shirts and like khaki cargo shorts and one was wearing velcro shoes so i tried not to look and they asked if this was the right room for the starring contest and we said it was and that they should go in this other creepy guy just walks up to us and he says like oh hello pretty ladies Am I in the right place for dinner? And he made this totally creepy face and just started staring into my eyes. And that's when I got really freaked out. The guy was super gross with a weird mustache and he was wearing a dirty t-shirt and jeans. And then that's when we noticed he was wearing cowboy boots. Ugh. But this time Jessica saved me because I felt like I was going to barf. She just told him to come on in and take a table. But even when he walked in, he had this gross smile across his face like he thought it was funny that he'd stared at me. But it was just then I turned around and I almost died because there was this some guy right behind me. And he said, oh, sorry. He said it, but it was too late because I'd already slightly bumped into his shoulder with my shoulder. And as I pulled away, I noticed he was going really bald. But it gets worse because then I saw like the guy had a ponytail made out of the remaining hair. Oh my god, I almost felt more sick, and I froze. And Jessica could only motion her hand to the door, hoping that the guy would quickly leave. But the evening went from bad to worse, as more and more of these creepy old guys started rolling in, and we started feeling really gross, as more and more of them looked at us. And I felt like some looked at our bodies, so I almost felt like I was going to barf right there. And then the nightmare really began, because we learned it was a convention for a starring contest. We had no choice. We had to participate on stage. And the host of it was so creepy too, because he was wearing like a sparkling tuxedo. And he introduced us as the evening's beautiful assistants. And we felt so violated. And it was so gross. And there were so many old men. And they were all just staring at us on the stage. And we felt so fat. This one guy started talking to Jessica and he was wearing a man bun and he was kind of overweight so it was really gross. And when we looked down he was wearing loafers 
And then we saw those, and Jessica started crying. She realized we'd be trapped in the room for hours, and there was no escape from the shit. I tried to tell her, come on, Jessica, we can do it. Just try and keep it together. We even tried to put on our bitch faces, hoping that would scare the creeps away. But it was no use. They started drinking and walking around, so it was really gross. One of them cornered Jessica, a really fat man, and he was wearing a sleeveless shirt. Ugh, and it had a stain on it. And he kept asking Jessica if she liked her job, so she was starting to freak out. Before I could rescue her, three of the grossest old men began moving towards me. And one of them, I think like the leader, he had like a red cap on and a shirt with a big American flag. And the shirt looked super old, like he'd worn it for like five years. And the other one on his left, that guy was even grosser. He had really short legs and he was wearing khaki cargo shorts and old man runners with gross tan socks. The one on the right was short too and he was wearing a blue hoodie and a really baggy big jeans and then I looked up and he was wearing a kangle hat on backwards and then I screamed at Jess that I had to get to the bathroom. Jessica knew what to do and hearing me across the room she responded that she had to go to the bathroom too. We both dodged and hurried like we'd never done before as dozens of creeps wandered slowly around us. Every one of them was so gross and they had mustaches and we could all feel them staring at us. We just tried not to look at them as we moved through the crowd but some would turn and try to stop us and one of them had a cowboy hat and he had one of those old timey twirled mustaches and seeing that was so gross that I fell down. I thought of giving up. But then I could see so many creepy shoes turning and moving slowly towards me. That's when I felt Jessica's hand pull me up. She said, hurry, hurry, the old man of the tank top, he's coming for us. We tried to outrun the moving mob, reaching the doors and falling into the hallway that led to our cabin. If we could just make it there, we'd be safe. And then that's when we saw something so horrible that to this day, just the thought of it gives me the gags. The hallway was full of starring contest contestants. They were just starring at each other, but as we fell into the hall, they stopped starring at each other and started starring directly at us. There must have been like a dozen lining the hall on either side. We had to get past them and their stars just starring at us. Before we could get a few steps, one of the starries turned towards us. He asked, uh, are you guys okay? And we could see he was wearing cargo shorts, socks and sandals, and had a gross neck beard, and I kid you not, a fedora. So it made me vomit all over the front of my uniform. Jessica's uniform was already smeared with makeup from when they made her cry, so it already ruined it. But when she saw one of the creeps in the hallway wearing an Ed Hardy shirt, and that's when she saw the gold necklace, and it was worn outside of his Ed Hardy shirt, and she couldn't hold it in, and she hurled vomit all over her uniform. It was like an instinctive reaction. We only knew our only hope was to run as fast as we could before the hallway creeps could block us. We were screaming, Ew, gross, and get away. We cried as we ran the gauntlet of the gross people. I glanced back at once and it was so creepy because they were all just staring at us and nobody said anything. They just kept staring as we fled and we finally we made it to our cabin door. 
We kicked it open in desperation. Our eyes were blackened by smeared makeup. We had vomit all over each other, and our hair was ruined, but we were safe. We fell into the room and slam-locked the door behind us. We didn't even bother turning on the lights. We just lunged for the bathroom. I fell down at the toilet and began to vomit. Jess was vomiting in the sink until her hair was soaked in vomit. Finally, Jessica stopped and went and turned on the lights. I was still dry heaving at the time, and I heard the lights go on in the cabin, but then there was just like silence. And then I heard her say in a super scary, quiet voice, like, John, John. And then I stepped out of the bathroom like, what? Like, what's going on? And I turned to see what she was staring at. And oh my God. There, standing just a few feet away, beside her bed, was the grossest creep of them all. We just froze, and he froze too. And he was just staring at us. And it's creepy, because he didn't say anything, but just stared at us. He was a middle-aged, gross, fat guy, but this monster was wearing one of those gross, crumpled, straw cowboy hats with a bandana on it. You know, like from a gas station. I saw on the front of the hat something like, Mustache Rides, Five Cents. And it said on a stringy, long mullet, and it was really gross. And he had one of those little beards, a goatee. And below that, a kind of acid-washed t-shirt with a picture of three wolves howling at a moon and the shirt looked really old and if that wasn't enough he had dog tag military style necklace over it and he just stood there staring at us and he had a bear belly and his gross hairy belly was hanging out of the wolf t-shirt because I saw a fanny pack that kept his belly from hanging too far over a pair of baggy green sweatpants it seemed impossible I could only think, who sells those anymore? His fat arms were hairy, and a non-ironic barbed wire tattoo and a plastic digital watch made us avert our gaze to the floor, which was a mistake because, oh my god. He had nasty old blue socks on and red crocs. Ah, uh, I'm not joking. Dirty red crocs. We couldn't breathe. We couldn't scream. I was so scared that I couldn't hold it in. And then it spoke. Sorry, gals, but I think y'all in the wrong cabin. That was enough, and we both turned and screamed in mad, confused panic, desperately trying to open the door to escape. Uh, gals, I think you gotta unlock the door first. And we did, and then we fell over each other as we leapt out of the room and fell back into the hallway. We were struggling to get to our feet. I noticed Jess's nose was bleeding, probably from the stress of seeing such gross clothes. I tried to help her up. My hands were slick from the vomit, and I ended up falling on her, and it was hopeless. We just lay there and began sobbing uncontrollably. Then we heard the sound of creepy footsteps. Another gross creep coming to star on us. Well, yeah, he was creepy, but it was a good guy, the captain guy that had hired us, and we were very thankful that he was going to save us. Ladies, what the hell is going on? Are you alright? I heard that creepy voice from the room, too. All I know is these two just threw up all over my bathroom. I think they got in the wrong room. 
The captain guide told us to go stay in our own cabin, which was a different room, and that we should clean up and we should wait there until we arrived back in port, where we would be sent back home to our dorms. So in the end, we were saved from any more creepy guys staring at us. But even still, whenever Jessica and I think about the Night of the Sea Creeps, we almost throw up just thinking about it. It was easily one of the scariest times of our life.